Go say those beautiful words, baby. And we are live. Wow, cast. Woo! Dirt Malone with the lifters shirt on. The lifters shirt. That's one of the more one of the more legendary Johns. Yo, you know what people don't realize is that we made this shirt for the LA Fit Expo, and there was another company going around that had it the day after. I won't mention names. Yep. Whole shit happens with Kobe, and it's just like. Yeah, it was crazy. The timing of it all was nuts. Crazy. And the then time. people were at the trade show, like, "That's fucked up that you made that shirt in the wake of Kobe's death." We're like, "Dude." <laughs> I know. Like he just died. He passed away this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. In three hours. Don't worry about it. Can you believe that was 11 years ago? It feels like 11 years ago. I mean, in in G code, uh, in G code time plus COVID, you know, it's like a long, long time ago, but it's only like uh, four months ago. Crazy. Yeah. It's that was, oh yeah. The end end, end of January. Right. And, you know, so five months ago. In crazy, dude. Totally crazy. As long as you're in good health, you know what I'm saying? That is correct. They're alone some... with a little sample there, a little, uh, little uh, urine sample. Yeah, Tropical not... Triumph Moonshine. See if he's going to pop pop positive for trend. <laughs> I would say yes. Mm. I, saw, I saw a meme going on, it's going nice, um, about uh, the, best, the best sluggers from the juice era. Okay. And, like, uh, you had to pick your top three juice-era sluggers. Who are they? Known like, juicers or just juice? Well, no, or... there, was, there, was juice finger, there was juice fingers pointed in there that are uh, – there. Yeah, look what happens when you point that finger, Dermot. Well, look. Four you, right back. In, you've been, three, you've been, listen, you've pointed the juice fingers so much in your day that you're, you are now injured permanently. <laughs> You have carpal tunnel from pointing the juice. You pointed the juice finger. You pointed the juice finger so much, it gave you carpal tunnel. Like she's at the doctor's office, that's like this, and she's like, "Oh, he'll go and see you over there." And he's been, she's been typing so long, and she just has carpal tunnel. Yeah, man, it's, it's a real thing, dude. It's for real, Johnny Juice Finger. I remember when Sco had had his uh, when Sco uh, was was super deep when he was uh, quite deep in the G Code uh, lifestyle, and he had to. Uh, make the transition to not being a human being anymore and to being partially robotic. Yeah. And, and he had a, he had a holding his phone injury, right? Let's go. Yeah. Cause yeah, you, uh, you know, you, I'm holding my phone and pinching, you know, uh-huh. the up in the forearm. Yep. 12 hours a day. <laughs> I remember it turns out doing that to one of your arms for like 300 straight days, 12 hours a day. Not good for you. Yeah. No, no, no shit. Who would have Funny how that works. The human body was not meant no. to hold a phone to all be cr- day. To forever. be crouched forward like to be crouched forward like this in this posture twelve hours a day. We weren't we weren't designed to do that. I didn't know that. They got yoga. Posts. I've adapted. It's crazy. Yeah, Dirt Malone is doing yoga now. DDP yoga. Like Diamond a- Diamond Dallas Page Yoga. DDP yoga. Yeah, there was a video that popped up that said phone pose. But yoga for phone pose like this. You know, people are always like this. Greg, definitely one of those people. Hey, 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 hey. So they got the yoga for that opens you up like this. I'm sorry, man. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but, what were you saying? Was it effective? Do you feel uh, no, yogi? I didn't do the phone one. I did the, um, 
what are they called? They're like, uh, not the groin, they're called the psoas or something. That's the Oh, yeah, yeah, psoas. Remember? <laughs> didn't, un- didn't unbroken rhino give me like a, I think, I think he, he diagnosed an injury I had as being the, a, was it was p- psoas related. Yeah, psoasis. That's <laughs> crazy, man. You do those and you realize how unflexible you are. Oh, yeah. And then supposedly, if you keep going after it, like I've done like, you know, three or four little sessions just with my phone kind of like this and, you know, just stretching on the ground, your flexibility does enhance and it gets better. And I think it actually helps uh, just your overall health and lifting a little bit. Undeniably, it does. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. You see, you know, Dorian, Dorian Yates does uh, yoga daily now. You know that? I know. There's a reason. There's a reason why, because it, it's 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 a... It's an exercise designed for longevity. It's a, it's a longevity practice. It's the kind of thing that will keep you healthy longer. And if you really think about it, like, you know, we joke about flexibility as it relates to training and all that stuff and like how not flexible we are. And it's true. Yeah. Uh, myself times two. Um, but, you know, when you talk about longevity, right, the reason that flexibility is so important in longevity is because it, it relates directly to injury prevention right? Oh, yeah. And you think about like, you think about how important in in later life, like flexible hips and shoulders are. And those sort of things are so critical in terms of, um, you know, just quality of life. So it's like yoga and those kind of things are like truly like life extension wellness sort of practices. Oh, dude. And my nephew, who's 17, he's going to a big baseball mm-hmm. tournament. He had the injury like two weeks before, and he's like, ah, this is going to be brutal. I'm not going to be able to pitch. He's a pitcher. Yeah. Yep. And he went to a physical therapist, and he told the physical therapist, like, just described him what was going on for like 15 minutes. The physical therapist laid him on the ground on his back, had him stick his leg up, and just turning his leg, yep. you know, leg up in the air and turning from side to side, he realized like one of your legs can't turn at all right right? in this one direction it's your hip your hip is too tight and what you're doing is like you're using your now you're using your core and your abs and all these other things to try to compensate for the fact that your hip doesn't have the flexibility and the guy had him you know like my brother-in-law was telling me took my nephew this guy thinking like we're looking at a month of rehab here two months or whatever the guy did like five minutes of stretches just to get that thing loose. And he's like, no, you're good, man. You can go pitch right now. Like wow. the pain went away immediately. Yeah. Like, yep. He I, felt like a hundred percent, you know, like he literally couldn't even move it a centimeter, did a couple stretches. and was like, boom. Yeah. You know. I had a very similar thing. So like years and years ago. Um, and uh, you know, before the G code era and I was at the Arnold classic and uh, do you guys know Derek Farnsworth? Yeah. Uh, he's a, he, he's an incredible dude. And uh, he's a, uh, a massage therapist uh, by trade um, and does like deep tissue and all that sort of stuff. So like, he's the kind of person like, you know, he's almost like he's far beyond like a massage therapist. He's like almost like on a chiropractor, like rehab specialist level, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like a master massage therapist. Um, and he's like a high level athlete. So he's had all these injuries. So he knows how to <laughs> diagnose all of the, all the stuff. And I had this recurring hip thing that it sounds exactly like uh, what your nephew had. Um, yeah. and you know, probably related to leg training or whatever, and where it was like really hurting me. Um, and he literally just sort of took my leg, moved it in a couple different directions, did some like deep tissue, like really digging into the, 
um, you know, the, the tendons and ligaments and muscles, you know, related to like the, the, the glute and the thigh and the hip, yep. literally like five minutes of work and it never hurt me again. Right. It's like incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, man. You know, I and, believe and, in physical therapy, man, big time, you know. And a lot of these nagging injuries are really just like uh, almost like singular symptom issues that just need to be pinpointed and directly addressed and you don't even realize it. You need an yep. That's what it is. You yeah, oh, man. Yo, man, you know, I, I, I haven't been to a chiropractor in so long and I, I would love to go to one who I trusted. Um on a semi-regular basis because it does make a difference, man. It that absolutely makes a difference in terms of how you feel and how you function. Um, Word. It was one of those things, too. I remember hearing about chiropractic as a kid before I was well-versed in any of this stuff and before I was, you know, lifting and, and training on that level. And I remember somebody telling me, like, just an anecdotal story about how when the people in their family got sick, instead of going to an MD, they'd go to the chiropractor. Right. And I thought, and when I heard that as a kid, I thought to myself, that sounds fucking nuts. Like that sounds like quack stuff. Right. Yeah. But then you sort of learn about like the function of the body and how like the alignment of the spine directly relates to everything. Yeah. And, and uh, like uh, how gland function and these things like really are the telltale signs of uh, wellness or illness. And how like, if you can, address and rectify any problems you're having with those you can either overcome sickness faster or not get sick um and now it just makes from like a holistic medicine standpoint and now it makes perfect sense whereas at one point you know when i was more ignorant to that sort of stuff it seemed like nonsense and now i'm like oh it makes perfect sense crazy crazy yeah man i I I wish i had like like the like los angeles lakers staff like on call yes like i can only imagine like the level you know like the level oh, man. of care that like a professional sports team gets like to patch guys together for sure and so, like you know when like a guy's out man you know for the most part like it's because something <laughs> it's pretty serious you know of course and you know you see i i've always um envied like guys with hyperbaric chambers and all oh, those yeah. kind of things that you can utilize to like uh recover faster they're alone speaking of which speaking of hol- holistic um, approaches. I see. I was making fun of your urine sample that you were sipping, but is that one of your wellness elixirs? That's part of your forty days and forty nights. What is that? So uh, in the morning, I'll fill the tea kettle up, which I don't know if you can see. This is right here. Okay, I see it. So I fill that thing up, and I'll just wait for it to start screaming. And then what I'll do is I'll do. I get two of these mason jars. The pickle baron's back in action, by the way. Wow. And now there's pickle guy. Um, so you take two of these mason jars. And I literally just put a little bit of apple cider vinegar, some lemon. Um, what else? I put some honey in there, and then I just take like random tea bags, like turmeric, peach, um, maca, matcha, or however sure. matcha, of course, yeah. Yep. And then just some random stuff, and then I just let it steep for a little bit, cool down, put it in the fridge, and then. You know, when you're done training or doing whatever you're doing and you're thirsty, you just sip on this and it's yep. amazing. It's been helping me. And I actually, I guess I have some digestive problems because uh, I just eat a shit ton of meat or ground beef. Right. Recently, I've been, you know, backing off of that and just, you know, trying to stay more lean and clean and just going fruits, veggies and, you know, 
chicken or fish because it's summertime. So just eating light and being out and about. And I feel like this has been helping me a lot. So it's good. Awesome. awesome. I dig it. I dig it. But this is actually piss because um, I already finished this one. So I just filled this up. As you can see, some of the – see it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's – Right, so you drank the tea already, then you pissed it back out. Now you're recycling. Yeah, you got to recycle it, you know, get it back. And make sure your body absorbs it all. It's very it's green. for the earth. It's very green. Actually, I've seen Sco. If you check the Instagram on IG, really proud of Sco because he went hiking and he filled two bags. And yeah. Like this. I saw that doing the uh, the Hercules hold. Now, did you see anybody on a trail? Like, oh my God, look at that guy! He's doing the right thing. Yeah, no, a couple of people. Uh, Kaylee's doing it too. So we were both there, and they were cool. Every a lot of people were thanking us for doing it and everything. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, you could you could pick some up. You know? Exem- exemplary <laughs> status and noble action, though, right? Like, no, like, that's I, what I was trying the, to do. The thought, yeah. the thought that not only did he do that, but people saw him do that, and they play it. It, it, you know, there's a hundred people who see a, who see a good deed and it goes unnoticed. But Shut one up. of the one of those fucking people might have been like, "Yo, that was fucking great when I saw that guy doing it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do the same thing elsewhere." And then they went and did it, and then somebody saw them. It's like that. That that's a legitimate thing. That's a legitimate phenomenon, and how you how you fix change the world. It's a new trend in local hiking trails. That's correct. Well, look, I think there was like some like online campaign years ago or two years ago or a year ago that went viral where it was like 20 pounds out or something like that where like people around the world would like go to a beach and clean up garbage or go to sure. a thing like i remember seeing all the i forget what the thing was i didn't even think of that when i decided to do this I, we've been hiking because you couldn't go anywhere other than in the house or a trail for three yep. months yep and so i just saw so much trash that i'm like fucking sucks man because uh you know it's crazy about like state parks and federal parks so a lot of people don't really think of it that way but they should it's like it's your land of course it's like one of the best things about america is that like we own it's our land you know our taxes pay for it it's there for kids to run in and take your dog and like there's a lot of cool stuff going on a lot of these parks whether it's a statue or liberty or mount rushmore like you know they're all parks and so, and a lot of people work really hard to maintain them, but then you go and you see like, you know, man, I saw like, there's like a trash can that was like full and people were just throwing trash at the can because yeah. the can was full. And so there's like three feet of trash around, like, the can. around this can. I'm like, it wasn't where I just went, but like, I'm going to go there. Right. And I'm like, come on, man. You know, like take yeah. your water bottle with you in the car and throw it, you know, recycle it somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think it's asking a lot, and you see how much it adds up when a hundred people don't do it. Yeah, for sure. If you just did that, you think like, oh, it's just this little thing, but if everybody thinks that way before you know it, like you know, we're up to our neck and shit. So, I mean, you know. we had we had the shopping cart conversation, right? Remember, right. And it was just about like these little tiny things, and I told you that one of the things, like, there, I have like these weird little rituals that uh, that I do that are ingrained in what I do and they're so minor that it's like nothing but like I, I I never try to park like in the close spots when I go to the supermarket right, right. because I think to myself well I'm a I'm an able-bodied man I'll, I'll let some I'll let you know a, a senior citizen park or a yeah. pregnant woman park close if there's a close spot I don't need 
You know, I fucking I could use the extra fucking fifty feet of cardio. Man, I'll see some people drive like ten laps around. Drive right, exactly. It's so (laughs) ridiculous. It's so ridiculous to me, right? Like you're you're, one. I'm an able-bodied man, and then two, um, the the time wasted just driving around. Like, why do that, right? So, like, I'll never park up front. I always try to park in the back of the lot. And the other thing that I try to do is like when I take my cart back, if there's other carts right by me, I'll take those back too. Because I think, you know, it's kind of bullshit that, you know, I'm not saying I walk around for an hour, but if there's, there's people strand carts all the time, if there's one within proximity of me, I'll grab it and I'll put it back and uh, right. with, with mine. And it's funny because I did it the other day and a guy was like, hey, man, I saw that. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Uh, hey, man, I saw that. It's good stuff. And I was like, he scared me at first. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I was like, I said it, the little things. But like, yeah. but it's funny because that guy saw me, and now maybe that guy is gonna do that, and it's like you know, it's yep. those little fucking things, you know. Dancing in his head, dude. Trust me. It's, it's funny those little things, and 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 I and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I've definitely been been the person to be inspired by someone doing a little thing. Right, little and it works thing. the other way too, man. Like somebody sees someone being a jerk, and they think, "Ah, oh, fuck it." Right. I might as well be an asshole too. You know, like the right. first guy that throws that trash. Yep. Next to that can. Sure. The second guy's like, well, whatever. I saw what that guy did. this so, all yeah. up anyways. Of course. You know? Lead by example. Of course, yeah. man. Of course. Always. So how's your 40 days and 40 nights going along those lines, guys? Dirt, I was going to ask you, have you – now, I know you have the wrist injury, right? Have you taken the first – the initial steps towards a 40-yard field goal uh, attempt? So – I was training with my buddy the other day, invited him into the wood. Oh, he's got the football right there. Look at that. And he's a gym teacher in our town. And um, he actually has like the key for all like the little bins that are in front of every single park. So I was like, <laughs> I was like dude, I got to kick this 40 yard field goal. And I don't care if I got to break my toe in the process, but how many footballs do you have access to? He's like, I think like 10. And I got the little spike thing too. I was like, all right, because one day, you got to come with me and we got to make this shit happen. So it's in progress. It's in the minds and it's going to start translating to the foot. Okay. Have you attempted a field goal before? I've kicked like a 25 yarder when I was maybe uh, in high school, but I have, I didn't come close. So I'm going to fucking try. I'm hoping I'm going to start from like the 20 and then maybe work my oh, way. Of course, of course. Sure. One gets a good win, good breeze, or whatever it may be, and just, you know, maybe hit the upright and go, and go in or something. But we'll I, see. I mean, I'm going to definitely document the whole process. So if I do it or not, you know, I got to do it. It's, there's no, there's no ands, if, or buts. It's going to happen. When I was a kid, I was never like, I, I was, uh, I, I've gotten, I've gotten to be a better quarterback. I've gotten to be better at throwing as I've aged. For whatever reason, I was always I was always a, like a good receiver uh, as a kid. Um, but I never the the kicking sports and like uh, so soccer in general, and then like um, you know trying to kick field goals or punt or whatever that stuff never for whatever reason came naturally to me. And it's, so it's not something I spent a lot of time doing. But what I've noticed is that also as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little better at that kind of stuff too. So I sit here and I imagine like I think to myself like you know I bet you if I went out and tried. Like I could kick a field goal, but I, I, but I sit here and I think of a 40 yard one and it, it seems daunting to me. Uh, I mean, a lot of college kickers miss 35 yard. Oh, sure, yard, sure, sure. Know, like, sure. 
If you can consistently kick a 40-yard field goal, you've got a mm. D1 concussion. Of so, course, sure, sure. You know, yeah. it's going to take you – you know, I, so, I'm curious to see. 40 yards is legit. I know. I'm thinking, like, it's – you know, I'm going to kick some. They're going to go left, right, and then I'm hopefully I could just get that one perfect tail you could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to film them all then, you know, and get the Of good course, ones. of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left foot's got to compensate for this left wrist, so I, I got the power right now. Right, buddy? Yeah? Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's awesome. Well, you, have a, you have a pet? No, uh, yeah, it's my foot. He's talking to his foot. He's talking to his pet. He's talking to his pet foot. Uh, speaking of 40 days and 40 nights, I met up with G one of these days in South Jersey. We, yo, I, yeah, it was an undisclosed location. I met up with my plug. Yes, so I'm I'm mule and stuff to him because we got to re up. We got to you know, we got these different things in works. We got to give him some stuff. He gives me some stuff. You know, there's things behind the scenes people don't know about this, but we're always you know giving stuff, taking stuff. Check this out. This is new. This is happening. It's true. So we met up with G in an undisclosed location. Uh, that's how we roll. Yeah. And, uh, he was walking towards me, and I'm like, "Fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> early up here and then you look at him and I'm like damn G don't got G doesn't have a belly he's, he's, usually, we got, usually we got this going on a little bit it's so, a po- it's a it's a power belly like a, it's a it's a power <laughs> belly my friend that's a power I, belly I know, I know I'm like I'm like the belly's not even there this guy's looking freaking cut up and shredded hey man I, I nice. let's like let's not get crazy but uh you know he's been making some progress I I've been um, basically six days a week, I've done two cardio sessions and, and my lifting. Uh, so it's like a uh, fasted cardio on the bike. Then I, then I lift and then I do a walk at night. Um, and then on Sundays I just do the, the AM cardio and the, and the lifting. Um, and then my, you know, my, my, I, I've been not counting calories, but I'm just more conscious of, of, uh, how much I'm eating. And I just cut certain stuff out. Um, and I, just cutting those things out, I think drastically like, uh, changed, um, yeah. you know, my, my caloric intake over the course of a day. So like just cutting out bread and cutting out, um, milk, uh, yeah. doing that alone just made, made a big difference. Um, so like, you know, so like where I used to have like a couple English muffins with my breakfast, like I'm not doing that anymore. It's just oatmeal. Um, and I, I have fresh fruit relatively often. Um, I have a salad every day. I'm still eating the variety of, of lean meats. Um, but I'm just trying to be as clean as possible with it. And I, I have a couple hacks. Uh-huh. I have some show and tell, some show and tell hacks, things that I've found to be uh, worthwhile throughout uh, the process, if if you think uh, Do it. worth sharing. Okay, so uh, just just so you know, like one of my my go to shakes throughout this time has been feast, of course, with liquid egg whites. And uh, the dope thing about liquid egg whites is that they're generally expensive. Um, there you're looking at like five to six bucks for a 32 ounce jaunt, but, uh, at Aldi, you can get them for less than three bucks. So, uh, and I do eight ounces with the shake, um, at least once a day. Um, so, you know, one of these jugs for three bucks will last four days maybe. So like, and that's, you get a whole cup of egg whites, whole cup of egg whites has like 25 grams of 
basically just pure high quality protein and then you mix it with the feast and that's about as high powered a clean low calorie shake is going to be right because obviously you could make like a jacked up meal in the mug and have it have 800 calories which is fucking great but when you're trying to diet and you're trying to be like uh calorically economical so like the combination of these two and then like you know sometimes i'll add half a couple of plain oats sometimes i'll add um wheat germ to it but this is the the basic core of my shake and it's awesome so at aldi you can cop these for like three bucks and uh you know you get um i i think in one of these you're looking at like uh 100 grams of protein in one of these 32 ounce guys Awesome. So, explain to me uh, the whole wheat germ thing, like what it does uh, and what it is nutrition-wise. Because I right, don't right. So, so it's like it's an old school. Um, it's an old school ingredient. Um, it's a, a derivative of germ. It's of, of wheat. It's toasted. Um, it's high in fiber. Um, it's got uh, some essential fatty acids. It's got B vitamins, and uh, it's got it's what, what's interesting about it is that it's a great source of uh, nitric oxide also. Uh, so it's great for blood flow. It's great for circulation, sort of in the same way that like beetroot is. It's so flaxseed, is it like flaxseed? No, no, no. It's it's a, it's it's a derivative of wheat, and um, no, it's different than flax. I mean, flaxseed's great for in its own way, but uh, the fact that it's an NO booster is cool because it's good for like beetroot. It's good for circulation. Uh, good for blood flow to the working muscle, um, good for sexual function, good for all that stuff. So, and it's, and it's, yeah, and it's old school. Um, like it's the kind of thing that, you know, uh, athletes and like before there were supplements, like bodybuilders and athletes, it was one of the things that they use, you know, back in the day when they used like brewer's yeast and, um, you know, uh, you know, beef liver and those like really basic old school things uh, that was like one of the core products. And it's, it's still, it's still got a ton of benefits to it and you can just buy it in any supermarket. It's like five bucks for the jar, but the jar will last you like, you know, a couple weeks. Um, awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. I think spoon in there, a couple tablespoons. I do a tablespoon in each shake. And I think the, the, the um, recommended uh, not dose or whatever, but recommended servings like two tablespoons. So, you do two tablespoons over the course of the day. It's good in like Greek yogurt. You put it in the Oikos, the triple zero, um, put it in the triple Z. It's good. You put a tablespoon in there and it gives it a little bit of texture. Um, mix it in your oatmeal, mix it in your shake, whatever. Um, but it's good stuff. All right. Another hack. Now, usually I'm a black coffee drinker. I got, I've got a uh, black coffee in here. Um, Cafe Bustello. Uh, but I, of late I've, um, you know, when you're, when you're restricting your calories, you're trying to find ways to get a little flavor in your life. So, uh, this is one that, uh, I found to be, uh, quite enjoyable is coffee mate, coffee mate, the sugar free Italian sweet cream. So, uh, you know, I have my vice first thing in the morning. Um, but then like mid mid afternoon, I'll make a coffee and then that's a way to like sneak in a little bit of flavor in my life without a bunch of calories, a bunch of bullshit, and, you know, it curbs that urge for something sweet. I didn't know they had this, the uh, zero-sugar coffee mates. Yeah. Act with fuck. It's just cream sugar. Yeah, and so, like, you know, and, and like, I, I would probably prefer to have one that had, um, I'd probably prefer to have one that had uh, all natural ingredients because, like, coffee creamer is, like, you know, it's oils and stuff like that. Like, they're more, like, natural and organic versions but I'm literally using like a tablespoon in, in some black coffee. So it's like if I was hammering that thing and drinking a ton of coffee every day, I'd probably be opting for like a, a healthier version. But 
you know, it's, 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 a, it's a little uh, guilty pleasure that comes without a bunch of calories and any sugar. So right along those lines, um, you know, I drink uh, basically rye all day long. And I haven't, I've been doing, you know, I really, in my house in general, we've cut out diet soda. Like I'll, I'll get, I'll pick some up every so often, like the Mountain Dew, uh, zero sugar or something like that. And like have one here and there but just not on a regular basis. Um, but one thing that I have been doing throughout the 40 days and 40 nights uh, to accompany meals um, when I'm not drinking rice, uh, I've come across some really sort of exotic uh, sugar-free beverages um, that I got excited about, and I thought I would share them with G-Code Nation. So, Go love sugar. Here's what, so here's what I got. So I got Country Time Pink Lemonade Zero Sugar, right? And now these are hard to find. You got you to gotta keep your eyes open for them. They'll be in random places. You'll find them at big lots. Dollar General. Walmart. There you go. Dollar <laughs> stores, places like that. Like, but then you go to a supermarket and they don't have them. Uh, look at this one. Look at that. Oh. Zero sugar. Tang, son. Tang. Nice. How about this? Flashing Fruit Punch High C sugar free. Right? Awesome. And then another OG Hawaiian punch, sugar-free. Nice. So, you know, if you're eating, you know, uh, chicken and rice, stuff that sucks, um, you have an opportunity. Not that it sucks. I'm very blessed to have meals. I'm not saying that. Um, but you know what I mean? Stuff that's not as flavorful or as exciting as you might want it to be. And you can pair it with a tasty, uh, you know, sugar-free beverage. Um, it helps. Trying to get a little extra flavor in your life helps you know, when you're uh, restricting calories. And yeah, I mean, I think that's really what it is. There, I'm, I'm, uh, my activity levels way up, and my calories are down. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's that's the combination. Um, you know, and I'm trying to not be like a psychopath about it and be like, oh man, am I getting skinny? I'm like, yeah, it's 40 fucking days. You're gonna, you know, I'm still training hard. I'm still, you know, eating. Yeah. So. Want to hear a failed hack that I've tried? Yes, sure. Have you guys ever had cauliflower rice? Yep. Uh, you know, I, I've I've heard I've heard I've heard about it, but I've never had it. I've tried it. I bought I bought like frozen bag of cauliflower rice with like a little bit of seasoning in it. I'm just like, that's what that's where you went wrong, dude. I see. I see. What do I do, Sco? Because I'm like I want. Don't rice. buy frozen. Skinny boy. It's hot. like buying canned string beans. You know, like the worst kind of canned string beans right. versus like fresh string beans. Giant. Especially with cauliflower rice, like the now you're fucking up the texture of it and everything. You can either get cauliflower and like rice it yourself, which is just dicing it, you know, a million times. Or they sell in like almost every supermarket now a bag of cauli of fresh rice cauliflower or like ShopRite or Stop and Shop. Any of those places will do like a in the like diced red onion prepared vegetable section, you know, like where you'll see the zoodles the manager's and whatnot. Like the zucchini. Yeah. It. They'll, they'll do the little plastic cauliflower rice. And dude, I use it. I'll use it as a rice substitute. Sometimes like stuffed peppers, things like that. Like you put it into something that has like a delicious protein, you know, and you get the flavor of the protein cook. I'll cook it right with the cauliflower rice. So you get the flavor of the protein through it. And, like, I'm not super picky. Like, oh, it doesn't taste exactly like rice. Like, I know it's blasphemy. Like, I won't go crazy if, like, a whole wheat pasta – like, that won't bother me or stop me from right, right, sure. pasta. So, like, right. to me, 
those things are like substitutes that I can deal with. And cauliflower rice, man, it's it works great, man. You can just put that in like a baking tray with like steaks on it or whatever and cook it all together in a hurry. It's a great thing to have. Like I'll have that instead of mashed potatoes or something or something like I'd rather have even more rice. You know, it's it's a super healthy substitute. It's a great way to get vegetables in. It takes on, it absorbs the flavor of whatever you're cooking it in. So, right. you know, like it's it it can be whatever you want it to be. So, like I, I find it has a lot of use. I guess I went. Yeah, dude. I got like this crappy one, but I'm like, I'm trying to hold off on this one because I'm like, this is probably going to be the best one because it's got so much flavor to it. The urgent stir fry one. It's it's one of those tough vegetables to me to do frozen. Where, like, it just doesn't hold up, man. Well, like, the problem, like, I, I like, I, all right, let me, let me word this appropriately. The convenience of, of uh, the convenience of frozen vegetables uh, is an asset. The problem with it is that it's difficult to have frozen vegetables not be sort of like waterlogged and mushy. Right. Um, and, and one of the things that makes vegetables more enjoyable, at least for me personally, is when they have a little bit of crunch to them, a little bit of texture to them. When right. it's just mush, it's like, you know, and it, so it's different. You have to also almost like undercook frozen vegetables. It's, and it's, it's an art. It's like mushrooms, right? Like right. it's tough to get a good can- – like if you're right. getting canned mushrooms, you're like putting it into gravy. You have to put it into something right, right, where sure. it's like drowns out the real – flavor of it whereas right. like fresh mushrooms you could like you man you do anything with a fresh mushroom yeah, mushroom sure. is pretty good i, I feel the same way about cauliflower or like broccoli like frozen broccoli versus fresh broccoli like no no contest you know right so go dude i'm telling you that now look it'll be like 550 for a big thing versus like you can get probably get a bag of of rice cauliflower for like two bucks so right. it definitely costs more but like I used to do the same thing. I went and bought the frozen bags, and I'm like, "Oh, this will be quicker. This is easier, cheaper, all that." And then, like the, I had, I bought like four of them, and then I cooked with the first one. Oh shit! This is this is not tasty. Now, did you guys have Sco? Have you made? Uh, I feel like you and Kaylee are always on the cutting edge with this stuff. Did you make uh, cauliflower um, pizza crust? Yeah, but we did, and the first time we did it, this is like six seven years ago probably right the first time we did it we nailed it but man dude it's like a two-hour process to get yeah, right. like like you're mixing it with cheese and like right. that's another thing too it's like half cauliflower half cheese right right and sure. so it's not even like you're getting right in my opinion like this isn't necessarily healthier Right, right. Well, it's it's probably for those people who are trying to go like the keto style. Oh yeah, right. No, I I totally get it. But like, and for me, no, like, no. But I get I get it. I totally get it. Totally. Yeah, you know, I was looking for something healthier than pizza crust, but still enjoyable. And to me, I'm like, this takes forever. I'm eating a brick of cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and two out of three times something goes wrong. You know, you know what's the what my my take on the healthy pizza has always been is the whole wheat pizza pizza Bang. So to make a make a make a pizza out of pita bread yeah um you know and it's almost like you they're almost like little toaster oven pizzas you right. know and like uh you know if you go with like a, a you know a little olive oil a little little sauce uh you know uh, a healthier quality cheese and then like um you know chicken 
yep. veggie, chicken, veggies, whatever the fuck you want to top it with. Like all of a sudden you're creating this little thing that's amazing, but is really not shitty in terms of, right. you know, food quality. So it's like the kind of thing that you could not necessarily dieting, but it's the kind of thing where if you're trying to eat well and eat properly, and eat healthy and, you know, uh, stay somewhat, you know, on the rails, um, it's the kind of thing For you can sure, get away man. with that's delicious and, and uh, Hell yeah. you know, still worth I used while. to do the same similar thing. I would get like uh, low-cal wraps, like low-carb wraps, like a sure. whole wheat wrap, yep. and get a pizza cutter and cut it into like 12 slices or whatever and bake the wrap slices. And then I could have nachos. I could make, I'd make like healthy nachos with right, it. It's right, like crisp sure. up, you know sure, what I mean? Sure. So I'd yeah. cut like two, you know, you could have, like, you trick your brain almost into, like, man, if you're, like, when I was ever hankering for something like nachos, yeah, I try yeah. to do, that's, like, my workaround. Nice. Where it's still healthy, and I'm not eating, like, you know, that's, like, a type of thing you normally order, right? right or sure. you have to get, like, a big bag of toasty. It's tough to get, like, healthy nacho chips, you know? Right. Like, you're eating crap one way or another, no matter right, how right. organic it, it seems or whatever you go for. That would be my workaround. So there are ways to, like substitute and cheat stuff like that i'm always trying to find stuff like that life you know? hacks skull hacks yeah like i believe you know i'm a big fan of the of the uh, the greek yogurt instead of sour cream sure habit. like sure especially now they have they, they picked up on it now they make the squeeze bottle of greek right. yogurt yeah, i saw so that it's greek yogurt but it's right. sold as a condiment for yep. exactly that reason yep, you yep. Know? for sure you stole your idea dude i've been I, making I'm just glad glad they're listening I've been, ma- I've been making, um, like, uh, so, so like a lot of the time what I'll do is I'll try to have like a proper breakfast, then like smaller meals over the course of the day, a proper clean breakfast, smaller meals over the course of the day. And then like my dinner, I'll try to have that be like the, probably the biggest meal of the day that I have, um, th- during this process. Um, and like one of the things that I've been getting into and can get away with on this thing so far is making like almost like a, a street inspired taco, Right where I get the corn tortillas, which are like the OG, the real stuff that they use, right? And, you know, they're, they're calorically, they're, yep. like, two of them has like 35 calories, right? So, uh, but you have to like, um, you have to like toast them in the pan, warm them in the pan, right? But then, you know, I'll just go with like steak and top them with, um, you know, try to keep it like uh, Mexico City style, right? But I'll just top them with, with raw onion, uh, avocado, Tomato, cilantro, lime juice, hot sauce. I'm drooling. Yeah, and it's fucking killer. It's high protein. There's not much excess calorie, Crap. but right. it, it it totally satisfies you in a way where you're like, I could eat that it. every meal. Dude. I know, like, for real, you know, for real. Yep. Like I ne- yep. like that is like what you ever see like it's like a meme or like what could you eat yeah, every yeah, meal? Like, dude, tacos, especially yeah, yeah. like that, man. Like. Yeah, for sure. Forget it. For sure. Yep, no doubt. No fucking Dirt, doubt. what food could you eat if you had to eat it like almost every meal? Right, right. Where they, they chew, you have to, you can, you only have access to one food. What's right, the, like what's maybe the you can put a little, you can change a little bit of how it's constructed, but for the most part, like you have to stick to it. I think we're all on the same page with this, that it's, it's tacos, man. It's, you could do the steak, the chicken, the chicken, yeah. the apollo. The, yep. Steak like, tacos would definitely be it. The, the, the other one that's similar to that for me would be eggs. 
there's almost no bad way. Like, there's almost no version of eggs that I don't love, from hard-boiled to egg salad, sunny side, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. eggs benedict, like any type of egg scrambled, anything. I've got, like, a version of it that I fucking love. I could eat that. Like, there's never a bad time for that meal, yeah. you know? Yep. I got a question, sure. guys, as we're talking about food right now. You're at eating. the shopping center. Always eating. You're at the shopping center, right? You're at your local shopping place, wherever the hell, ShopRay. I don't know what, you got, what G's got down there, but yep. you grab the deli ticket, and you can only get three meats to make a sandwich. What do you get? And, and is, is this, just to make my perfect sandwich, uh, like uh, health choices are off the table? It's your perfect sandwich. You get two meats and then you get a cheese. So I'm combining these three. Yes. Well, that kind of eliminates, like, you know, like I love, a, like I, roast beef would be what would be like my first choice. Right. In terms of my favorite, like deli sliced meat, you know, like right. a nice rare boar's head roast beef. Love that. Yeah. But if I'm at, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever add a second Meat to that. Meat well, to that. You don't have to add it. Just you're getting a roast beef and like. I'm gonna get double roast beef. Okay. And then what kind of ches? You in a chesy? You know, you know, there's a lot of cheese that I like. It's not even like the best cheese, but with a roast beef, I love American cheese. Mm. American is so slept on. Yeah. It's a good. It's a good answer. Greg, you're at. You're at All the- right. Well, I, I here's what I'm gonna say. I co-sign Scoes because uh, I am a roast beef enthusiast. Uh, also an American cheese enthusiast, but just for the sake of variety and to make the squad cast better, I'll choose. I'll, those are off the table now, and I can't choose. Yes, <laughs> those You're have welcome. been draft. They've been drafted. Roast beef and American cheese are the one and two picks in this draft. So uh, I think I would probably err on the side of, of, of. I'd go Italian. So I'd probably from the from the family of of prosciutto, suprasad, capicola, pick one of those and then pair it. I don't think you would do two of those. So I would do one of those like more exotic cured meats and then maybe like a a peppered ham, you know, like a a ham, like a good quality ham with the black pepper around the edges. Go with a good quality. That's like one of my pop's favorites. Go with a good quality ham with the black pepper around the edges. Get like a prosciutto or suprasad, something like that, and then provolone cheese. And I would construct nice. an amazing Italian fucking sandwich. Turkey. Let's, let's go get some. No, man. It sounds incredible. All right. Go ahead, Dermalo. Mine would be like, you know, the the Virginia ham. They okay. Oh, sure, sure, sure. The turkey would be whatever's on sale. Okay. And then I would do like the provolone cheese. Okay. Or, so all? ham, turkey, provolone. It's called, it's solid. All on one sandwich. And they, it's, it's solid. Now, Sco, oh, now Schofield some type of way about uh, is 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 it like uh, the the crossing the streams? Well, so you got the, you got you got the pork, and then you got the cow byproduct, and then you got the and then you got the uh, the, the the fowl. So you got a turkey, you got turkey action. It's almost like the bacon cheeseburger mindfuck. Remember? Yeah, I don't. It's, to me, turkey breast is its own. Or chicken. I like. I love chicken. I think chicken breast is slept on. But like, yeah, um, yep. uh, I would never mix either turkey or chicken breast with a second meat. It goes. It works though. It works. I mean, I'm sure. Just for me, I would never like 
Here's what I'm saying. Like if, if I'm I, doing if one got, of those, I'm we, doing like the healthy version of the sandwich. Well, yeah, but that's not what that's like, we're talking about. Like I've already made the decision Overall, to taste. Like if I'm doing turkey or chicken breast, I've already made the decision right. that taste isn't the most important thing. Right, right. Does sure. that make sense? You know what I mean? Like if I'm going for like I want to, I'm going for mouth joy. Uh, right. If I'm going for mouth joy, I already made the, I already took the exit for roast beef or it's like an Italian hero. All know? right, so. So, uh, Dirt Malone. See, here's the thing. For, for, for me, like, for me, if I'm going to do bodybuilding sandwich, I'm going to do roast beef or turkey. And yeah. if I'm going to do enjoyment sandwich, I'm doing an Italian. That's, that's like, that's where I go nice. with the cold cuts. But, Dirt, but, yeah, but I, here's what I got to say, Sco. If I had access to said meats of Dirt Malone's, uh, John, and then I we make a little toast, you got a little toast going, right? And then, and then I might, I might I might have a, a quality mayonnaise and then a mustard, and I might have them both on said sandwich. Nice. And then it might go with a little tomato and a little lettuce on that sandwich. That's going to be a good sandwich, and I bet you would like I'm it. I'm salivating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. you got to work pretty hard <laughs> to build a sandwich that I'm not interested in. Well, and this goes – Across and ethnicities. And yeah, meat. for sure. And this goes back also, this goes back to the bread conversation, right? Because I right. say to the fucking end, ends of the earth, you go and you get the highest quality fucking cured meats from a, from a fucking butcher shop in Spain. Ooh. And if you put it on shitty bread, it's a shitty sandwich. Right. But if you get the best fucking bread in the world from a baguette in Paris, and then you put bologna on it, guess what? It's a banging sandwich. <laughs> it's a banging sandwich. Yeah. So like... That, I Man, always keep I want that a sandwich in now. I always keep Dude, that I in mind. I want like a, a hard Italian roll right now so bad. Oh, yo, and forty forty. you know what the other thing that I cut out is the fucking late night bowl of cereal, which All you right. know is it's hard for me. It's oh. hard for me. It's a big sacrifice. I told Sienna we're having a fucking cereal party when forty forty is over. We're going to have a fucking So, yeah, what's your – for like – because I'm eating totally clean, no alcohol, nothing, 40 days – like I'm in for that. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, I've got a long list. Yeah, brewing in my head of things I'm dying to eat. Right. When it ends. Right. What's on? Like, what's something you're like? Is cereal it? Like, when you're like, you get through this, you're gonna be like, yes, well, or you, ice cream or something like that. Well, what you know? I what I've been doing is like Sunday night, I'll have a, like a I'll have something that I want to eat and I entirely right. usually bake something. So I'll have something on Sunday night. So I've been just like sort of looking forward to Sunday night and then like making all of those like daily dietary sacrifices. Um, and then having a caloric, uh, you know, uh, spike in the calories on Sunday night. And, you know, I think that's probably good for you when, when your calories are low. Um, so it's not like I have like this long list of like things that I'm dying to have, but I would right. definitely, but when it, when it's all said and done, I'll definitely enjoy some cereal. Just just I, I just enjoy a bowl of cereal, and it's usually the thing that I eat late night as a dessert to keep me from fucking freaking out and eating something I really shouldn't. Um, right. So I'm I'm looking forward to being able to add that. That's that's the one for me. What about you, Dirty Miller? Have you have you sacrificed anything throughout forty forty? Are you are, are, are there? I, I obviously I'm not sacrificing alcohol. I like to have my summer drinks and stuff like that. Right. Right. But um, I've just been eating cleaner. Like I have I've been staying away from carbs. Like I said, with like the cauliflower rice and stuff like that, and just being you know cognizant of what I'm eating. So I'm not going off the rails. 
I'll pass the cookie jar. I'll have one cookie maybe. And I'm just like, fuck. But once this is all over, I'm making a huge tray of penne vodka. Wow. And then I'm going to go in on like some like chicken marsal or make a big thing of meatballs and sausage and just oh, fucking go in until I'm just sitting on the couch. Fuck. I'm going beautiful. right from this to eating some That sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I guess the second amazing. I end this, I'm, food will be in my mouth within eight seconds. Well, you know, like one of the interesting things too is like I, I am not a believer in like IIFYM or any of those fucking acronym fucking, uh, you know, uh calorie is a calorie sort of diet fads even though there are people who like are, are religious about that shit um but I, I i think we've had this conversation on the cast before is that i've always sort of instinctively done that where like there will be days when like under just normal circumstances where you get busy you got a million things going on and well, like i said all of a sudden it's seven o'clock and you're like dude what did I eat today? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, holy shit, I train. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I fucking trained. I'm a 240-pound dude, and I've had – it's fucking 7 p.m., and I've eaten 600 calories. It's like yeah. – you know, you're like, how the fuck, right? And then I'll, I'll eat something bigger, and I'll have a bowl of cereal, and I'll have that stuff. And then all of a sudden, I got the calories in at the end of the day, or at least somewhat, right? Um, but the interesting thing about this is, like, that, like, when you're restricting your calories, you start to realize that, like um, – you can have a, a meal that's got a little bit more substance to it uh, or, you know, have like a, um, you know, potatoes, you know, or yeah. um, pasta or something like that. You could, I'm not talking about chicken, you know, a uh, fucking uh, chicken Alfredo or something like that. That's over the top chicken, right. parm, chicken parm and nothing crazy like that. But like if, if you want to have pasta, you want to have potatoes, like you can build that into your diet in a way that still is sensible. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I think that's one of the things that you realize too. It's like, you can get a lot of gratification from food that's still healthy for you yep. without just losing your fucking mind. Like dirt balloons. And, and, and a part, a part of it's like moderation too. Like when dirt says he can go past the cookie jar and have an Oreo, I'm like, that's fucking amazing because I'm the type who I'd rather, you know, I say this all the time. I'd rather have zero cookies. <laughs> <laughs> or or be able to eat 20. Yep. I, I'm not good at like having a cookie. I'd rather not have any yeah. cookies. I'd rather not have the cookie in my system. <laughs> I'd rather totally abstain and not trigger the cookie gene. I have the cookie gene. My children, my daughters, I have inherited the cookie gene, right? Where they just don't even know why, but they just need a cookie at all times. Cookie o'clock all the time. Always. Like so, you got to burn it to earn it. So if I'm over here. That's it. Burn it to earn it. To get the fucking cookie. Yeah, of course. Of course. Bullshit. Wind sprints to the Oreo. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. You've been? Have you been running dirt? Yeah, I've been running. Um, I haven't been posting all of them, but then I kind of took like a little hiatus from it because – there's something like, like I said, the freaking psoas, Greg. The psoas. Groin has been so tight that I'm like, if I guess if you run every day and you're not flexible enough or you're just not used to running, your fucking body's like, stop it, stop it, stop. So I feel like this sharp pain shooting up. And I literally collapsed one day, like in tears. I'm like, I can't fucking move. So I started biking. I'm taking a break. Like I'm doing the yoga thing, just trying to be more flexible and get it going. Um, nice. But this morning I ran like two miles, so awesome. But I'm so I'm chipping away at it, man. I'm doing it. Good man. But yeah, eight, I was gonna. You know, I said I was gonna do three thousand uh, push-ups during four days, forty yeah, nights, yeah. and then 
after a week, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to ratchet this up and I'm going for 6,000. Yeah, yeah. And I was catching up to the pace I need to be at for 6,000. This morning, man, for whatever fucking reason, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I haven't been stretching for them. I just start doing them. And uh, I got piercing fucking pain in my shoulder this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to stop immediately. So I'm hoping tomorrow, at least tomorrow, I can uh, do it do it some more. But today, man, it was the first time. I mean, you know what? What? Yeah, we do. We'll do the fucking shoulder, the whole shoulder. I mean, thing. I'm like two. You know, it's like what are we? We're day sixteen, and yeah. I'm at two thousand and something. Right. You know. So you're well. So ahead I'm like. Of pace. But I, the first week, I was doing seventy five a day. So right. like. For the last ten days or yeah. nine days, I've been doing two hundred and fifty. Right, right. Well, and I mean, fucking, you know, I, mean, I, sh- I probably should have been stretching and spacing it out more and all that. But, but well, here's the thing. First of all, uh, the thing that I don't do often enough, but I preach it, uh, and I and and dirt knows that I'm going to say is the is properly just warming up your shoulders. Yeah. Not even necessarily stretching. Just, yeah, that's what I and, have, I, and I always no, and I always remind myself of this. I always fucking say this, right? That these shoulders are not meant to do what we do to them. <laughs> like yeah. the thought of like uh, the, these sort of like intricate, delicate joint lifting hundreds and hundreds of pounds over and over again. It's not supposed to necessarily do that, especially right. for years on end. And like what Dirt's talking about, what you're talking about, are overuse injuries. That's what it's yeah. coming. It's because it's just the mileage is fucking piling up. You know, when yep. I was saying, I was saying about when we were doing the, um, the half hour of power workouts, you know, all throughout the quarantine, I got to a point where I was like, Oh man, like, can I strategically not put a tricep workout in this week? Because my elbows are hurting me because I'm right. still training normally and I'm still doing chest and I'm still doing all the stuff that I would normally do. And I'm training, I have an arm day and now I'm doing these extra workouts and I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the uptick in activity. So like, you know, you're you, not to, not to like over dramatize its goal, but like 250 pushups is legit. And it's like, it's almost like you're doing a chest workout every day. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> and that's... there's a reason that you don't do a chest workout right. every day, you know? So right. it's like one of those things. Now I know that there's people in certain circumstances, you know, uh, there's uh, boxers and, and athletes who get into a program where they'll do the same exercise every day pull-ups yep. every day and and they're fine but it, the mileage piles up wait you know? so are you not on trend or tests or anything right now me no just the natural oh. abundance of tests that my yes. body produces that courses through his veins at all times that's that right in your neck then you'll be doing 150 you smell it on me yeah you just smell the dude's neck and then he's on king he's on king dude he's get one king. whiff of my neck you'll be running you'll I be you'll be you. good yeah, I that sense where i could smell someone's sweat and be like I was running test, and uh, <laughs> I can smell it. Then the next guy goes by, and, like the trade shows, and be like, <sighs> "He's got eight weeks to live." <laughs> yeah, so, like one of the dogs that can smell illness. Yeah, they should put it's me a real thing. And I just walk back, and I follow the guy. Like, wait for the dog. Okay, walk with him, and then I'll just smell him, and then he can walk to the next piece of equipment, like the airports. There, the, you know, Sko's on King. Plus, he's got the just the natural, uh, you know, rugged masculinity coursing through his veins. He's a he's a dangerous man, a dangerous man. Dude, I, I saw a fucked up movie. It might be too fucked up. It might to be describe. too fucked up to mention. I gotta look this up. Give me a oh, second. Oh no! Here. Oh no! 
Here's what it is. When Sko says that it's really dark, it, where it's like, uh, it's dark, bro. Hey, Sko got it's me. called The Gift. Okay. okay. It's uh, Jason Bateman. Okay. And Joel Edgerton. Okay. You, you, if you don't know who Joel Edgerton is, you will, if you see him, you'll know it. And he directed it and wrote it. Okay. Okay. But so it's this really fucked up. So it's just a fucked up movie recommendation for everybody that's on Netflix. Love it. And uh, I'm not necessarily saying it's a great movie, but right. it's got like one of those things that you're not going to see coming. And it's like, you're like, like they made this, they made the movie just for this one moment of the film wow. where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's one I of those deals. Movies. Wait, what's it called? It's called The Gift. Dirt, you'll dig it. Um, well, you're the one that got me on Tusk, which is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I mean, like, these are not movies that, like, would you say Tusk is a great movie? I would never, I've never said no, that it is. It's so never. horrible, but when you say they turn this guy into a walrus, I'm like, I got to see it. I got to see how this happens. They're like, I, I'm a big fan of people who have, like, a concept for a movie that has, like, no right to get made. Like, I, can, <laughs> I can't imagine, like, the pitch where, like, a guy went into a room and tried to tell some like stuffy millionaire dude, okay, here's what we're doing. Yeah. And like this sheltered dude on the other side of the table saying yes, like what it takes to get something like that made. So like I did guys like push the envelope or it's something crazy. Like Parasite was like the first like great film that did stuff like that. And all those, all those guys, uh, that same director, all his films are like, concept movies in a way like that that are like have this crazy premise and something you know wild happens um but so i'm not saying this is like a great movie like parasite but this is a movie where like they had this fucked up idea and they went out and made it <laughs> so like watch um it's interesting it's a basically it's like a guy moves back to his hometown with his wife and runs into like an old friend this kid and uh the guy it's almost like the guy won't leave them alone and it keeps getting like it progresses and it progresses and progresses, and then you're like, what the f like? You just total blindside. Mm -hmm. So, um, wow. it's on Netflix. Like I, Jason Bateman, I'll watch like almost anything he's in. Like, I like usually yep. his comedies are always great. I thought Ozark was like a little overrated, but I tried that. But like you know, I'll give it. I'll give. I'll take a flyer on anything he's in usually, and uh, it's interesting. So there you go. That's something. For all you people out there who probably finished Netflix in the last three months because of quarantine, there's nice. a new one for you. Nice. I gotta peep that. Nice. I'm excited. I'm excited. I I'll add it to the list of movies that I I'll you won't watch. It, no, it just gets the list gets longer. It, the list yeah. just gets longer and it never gets shorter. I'm and sure it, there are a thousand better movies on that list, right. but you know. Well, when Skull says it's when Skull says it's dark, you know, it's. It could be really dark. There, you know what I'm saying. Oh, I know, I know. He's, I know Sko's mind a little bit. So when he said, I mean, this isn't like uh, what's that movie. I don't know. The most fucked up movie we uh, ever saw, probably. Oh shit. Gaspar knows um, made it. Oh oh oh. Um, irreversible. Yes, irreversible. God. It's not Gas on that level. Gaspar knows fucked up, and the guy, the other guy, uh, Lars von Trier's, is fucked up. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and they're both really good filmmakers. They're incredible filmmakers, but they're yeah. uh, their movies. No, are yeah, they're like crazy, to tormented. Yeah, painful. Fucked to watch. up, dark dudes. 
Well, it's like what's his face is the American version of it from New York, um, who made King of New York. Um, right. Um, oh my God, that we can't. I, we're gonna name this he, without Google. He made, he made the addict. You made uh, King of New yeah, York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you made, he a, made the job. Uh, bad, bad, bad lieutenant. Right. Um, yeah. He's yeah, well, this He's is... an incredible filmmaker, but he's just fucked up. He's got a lot of issues. I gotta so. look it up. Yeah, look it up. It's sad that this I is a, this is pathetic. Alzheimer's is what this is, dude. Yeah, yeah. Abel Ferrara. Abel Ferrara from New York. Yeah, he's an yeah. incredible filmmaker, um, but definitely a tormented soul. You know, Bad Lieutenant. Have you ever seen Bad Lieutenant, Dirt Malone? Is it a good movie? It don't. Yeah, see, but I don't. I I, I reject the premise that. If it's a good movie, it means you haven't seen it. No, it's up. It's on Sco because now I'm gonna have to go watch the freaking Bateman movie, and that's not a good movie according to Sco. But it's something you gotta watch. So that's that's how it happens. No, I, like I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. All right. That's all I say. I think you like it. Have you seen? It's not. You know, it's not. It's not like it should have been one Best Picture or something like right, right. this high level of craftsmanship. But like they took, they went for it, and it's. A little crazy. I, I dig things where, like, you know, it's outside the box. It's bold. I'm sure, like, in the making of it, someone involved was like, should we do this? That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, yeah. like, uncomfortable. Like, ah, you know, like, so I like stuff like that. Um, of course. That's where, like, I think the good juice is. And so, yeah, The Gift. Check it out. Maybe the one guy who owed, like, the director a favor was like, listen, you owe me, so I'm going to make this fucking movie, okay? Dude, you never know. Yeah, it wouldn't Possibly. surprise me if they had to blackmail someone to make the movie. Like, wow. <laughs> here's, um, here's my movie, Peanut Butter Falcon. Ah, I've heard about it. I've heard it's really good. Check it out. I've, I've heard it's really good. It's uh, what's his face is the star of it. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Also, yeah, sure. also did a movie. Lebo. I heard it's a really good film. Yeah, he did a movie called Honey Boy, which is like based on himself as a child and just how fucked up his dad was and like I heard about that so it's interesting and I like you know his his um his films re- as of recent because like you know he's been in and out doing some crazy shit yeah. so you know he's kind of like woke yeah sure sure yeah these crazy movies like fuck all these commercial you know yeah. Avenger movies so. no I, well here's what I hear I heard Peanut Butter Falcon not to be confused with Skull's favorite MC Peanut Butter Wolf Peanut okay. Butter Falcon uh, is uh, a really good film, and then I also heard that Honey Boy is pretty fucked up. It's fucked up. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't as good as Peanut Butter Falcon, but uh, it's like uh, you see like the kids living. You, see, it's, you just got to check it out. I like I, I heard uh, I heard Peanut Peanut Butter Falcon's go is almost like a uh, a Wes Anderson film without like the without the the idiosyncrasies. Like it has right. the heart the heart of a Wes Anderson film. Oh, nice. Like, Without, check like, it out, then. without the artistry, but it's, like, uh, got the heart of that kind of film. You know what I mean? Sheila Booth, I, I think he's, like, an interesting guy because he's, mm-hmm. like, he kind of plays off of his – it seems like there's things going on there. You know what definitely, I mean? Like Definitely. He subverts his pop culture kind of status he had at one point where he's, like, the next yep. Yep. big star. Yep. But he's done all these weird – not to turn this into LaBeouf cast – Yep. Uh, which, you know, never would have guessed. But he did all these weird performance art things. He locked himself in an elevator with a group of people for 24 hours and live streamed it. Wow. He um, had a film festival filming him watching his own movies. Wow. <laughs> did he do something okay. in New York City, too? 
Yeah, he went and did um, – this was like two blocks from where I used to live, right? He went – I'm trying to find it here. It's not even on the list of his best things. I think he went and like tied himself up outside of this museum, the film museum and did all this crazy stuff for like 10 days. Right. He's I done all this weird, subversive kind of stuff. You know? I know he's out there on the edge. Yeah. And so, like, it wouldn't surprise me if he has, like, a run of crazy, bold movies worth checking out, yeah. you know? No doubt. There's definitely, like you're saying, there's something going on there. There's more than meets the eye. He, he's got depth to him, and he's got, yep. like, a, a voice. Uh, so I dig that. He's a pretty, And he was on funny. a – you can watch him freestyle on Sway in the Morning, Five Fingers of Death on YouTube. Have you ever was, seen that? Was, was he good? Was he good, Scott? I wouldn't look, dude. He's better than I thought. Shia LaBeouf was going right. to be. Well, that's saying a lot. Like, that's saying a lot, of course. No, he was. I, you know, he's not fucking. You know, he's not Nas. Right. Like, but, <laughs> so I went in there expecting it to be awful. Right. You know, so, it was not awful. Dirt's disappointed that he's not Nas. All right. Well, listen. Better, you, be, uh, all right. Whatever. Be, before we wrap, did you think he was that bad? I haven't no, seen it, so I didn't see it. But if you look at Honey Boy, you kind of feel for him, and you'd be like, "Wow, that's his upbringing was kind of fucked up." So then you realize he created this thing. I mean, like it, it seemed to me like he went on Sway in the morning and did like and freestyled for six straight minutes. So like, wow, you know, yeah, yeah and, and and with like punchlines, like not right, right. and wordplay, like not like there's a hat. It's near cat. So, like, so that know. mean that means he loves hip hop hip hop culture. Then at the very least, he loves hip hop culture. At the very least, he's like done a lot of drugs and like sat in a living room <laughs> with four dudes who love hip hop and freestyled for right a weeks. couple hundred hours. In right, right, sure, sure. Like right. he's not a he's not a novice, right. but he's not a recording artist. Uh, you know, Scott Dermalone's Der- 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 been in those rooms with him. He's hung out. He's hung out with me a couple. Dude, he was playing. He was he's beatboxing for Sh- Sheila Booth. <laughs> holding the beer funnel Lebo. alright listen uh, before we wrap let me talk some heat first heat is yeah. that I'm wearing this my friends this Ooh. consistency is king consistency right what we say it doesn't look sexy on a t-shirt I think I think we're disproving it does that. now I think we're disproving that right consistency is everything you can cop this shirt you can get this shirt for free this is the Heather Orange the original G-code color you can get this shirt for free uh, Just had someone weird. buy it as you were saying that. Look at that. That's what we need. Shout out. More and more of those. Also, yep. I have I on each side of me I have fire. The first, okay. the first is my best friend Pooh Bearsy. Hey, Pooh Check, Bearsy. Checking in. My homie. And then the second the is man. the second is this. I have funny a funny Pooh Bear story is that there was a time when Skull was staying at my place in PA and it was, uh, for whatever reason, it was just him and uh, Pooh Bear uh, there for an entire day while I was at work, while we were working on screenplay shit. And uh, Pooh Bear was like just passed out in his bed when I got back from from uh, from, from work. And I'm like, Pooh Bear, what's up, man? How you doing? And Sko was upstairs in the loft, so I couldn't even see him. I was like, Pooh Bear, what, how you doing, man? How, what you been up to? And I just hear Sko go, ah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's just sleep, <laughs> sleeping the entire day. The dream life. <laughs> Living the fucking dream. I always say about Pooh Bear that the thing that gives you can give you some comfort is that no matter how hard your day or challenging your schedule, he's taking it easy for us. There you go. So, you know, he's somebody, got that part covered. Somebody is taking it easy. And even if you can't, I know he's taking it easy and chilling out. The second, the second uh, inspiring uh, piece of fire I have nearby is this guy. Ooh. Dirty Malone, talk about that. 
So that is the new super saturated and sexy G-code orange bandana that um, we are, should I just say it? I mean, it's, fuck it. It's, it's coming happy. soon. It is coming, coming soon. soon. And you can, you're going to be able to cop it uh, very, very soon. And you're going to love it. And it's beautiful where the design is so you can wear. You made that alteration. I made that alteration. On this way. Or if you want to wear it covering your face, you can get the logo side going that way. So there That's you, right. Boom. There he is. Bang it. I'll, I'll do the male modeling for you there, Mom. Speaking of the shirt, though, anybody spends 50 bucks on the site, on GetCodeNutrition.com yep. right now, add the shirt to your cart and use the code 40X40. 40X40. The shirt is free. See, so that's the thing. Like, there's people. Who, there's people who are gonna want it. There, there's people who are just gonna want to cop the shirt because they just cop the apparel. There's some people like that, but the crazy thing is that you can still cop apparel and your supplements and then get it for free. And like right. every so, every so often, we'll run a promo like that, and I'll see somebody who doesn't put the two and two together because it's obviously you know these messages you know get lost sometimes in translation, and they don't realize that like you can get the shirt for you can still cop some stuff. And in the money that you would have spent on the shirt, you're now getting something else and getting the shirt for free. So like, it's right? And like, this is not up. like a one size fits all tee. No. you can pick your size, add yep. it to the cart, yep. use forty x forty. Yep. Buy you know some rise, some vice, get that shirt for free. Get yourself rise and vice, and then give it to your pops or something. You know, get that's a it. That's right. Or you can buy one, you buy one and get some rise or whatever, and then get a second one for free. Ooh. And then you could you could get a second one for free and gift it to someone in your circle, your training partner, your significant other. Sexy. You know what I'm saying? You give it to your dad for Father's Day, I think, is what Dirt Malone was was yep. uh, intimating there. Coming up. That's it. That is it. All right, guys. Well, take care of yourselves. Keep going with the forty forty. Absolutely. We're to we got to get together soon. Very much so. We're going to be bringing, continuing to do all we can to bring the heat to G Code Nation. We got a lot on deck. Peace to G Code Nation. Yep. Much love to you guys. See you guys all soon. All right, bro. Peace. Peace.